This episode of Bouts Talking Bouts is brought to you by Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Winning parlays. If you're looking for them in BKFC, you got to be checking out BK Bet Shark. Here's the thing. $50 buys, you get a personalized bet slip. It's based on your own budget. You can be flexible. It is what works for you. And this guy's got the receipts. You can check out all the winning tickets. You can peep them, and you can do so at Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Check him out on Instagram and get with it. Got them personalized betting slips going on, $50 buys. All right, on this episode of Bare Knuckle Radio, very excited to be talking to an individual who competes at BKFC Prospect Series 2, which goes down on October the 14th. We have Ryan Harris, knuckling up. Happy to have Marcus Pond on the show. Did you manage to find footage-wise? Because I was looking and I've got his, I've got all his, I've got his footage from his ABC days. I mean, uh, I know he's said to uh, Andy Bakewell that he's uh, he turned pro this year, but I think that's all a bunch of bollocks, mate. <laughs> I think he's still an amateur. I think he said he's just going to get his pro. If you've got a pro boxer, why would you want to come and get your head punched in by someone that's established in bone knuckle already, mate? Do you know what I mean? Well, that was something I was kind of. If you got if you got your pro card for pro boxing, you're gonna go off and do pro boxing for a bit. Yeah, so why are you coming across the bare knuckle? Like, that's what I, that's kind of my bottom. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, I can't wait for it, mate. I'm proper, I'm proper set for this. I mean, I only fought two and a half weeks ago. I fought three weeks ago up in Manchester. Uh, got a guy called Colin Fox. Yeah, that was pit fighting, bare knuckle pit fighting. Uh, tremendous guy. Uh, real good fight. I knocked him down three times in the third, uh, first round. Realistically, I think the ref should have stopped it on the, the last knockdown, but they called time. Um, went into the second round, and he, he just got knocked spark out, mate. Took his head off. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I, I was, I was already, I was already fight ready for this one. I've done my can, had my fight. So we came away. Me and my, me and my, me and my fiance at the time came home, went back down to Cornwall, sunny Cornwall, and so we could not stay in a nice caravan with my son. Had my holiday, and then uh, straight back into camp for the Ryan Bomber Harris fight. Yeah, and that was something I was kind of noticing in doing my research on this fight. Like, it seems like your, you know, bare knuckle experience, I guess, far exceeds his. Like, do you think that's going to be a pretty meaningful variable in this one? It seems like you think it'll be a big factor. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take every fight. I'll take every fight very seriously. Um, I never, never take anything away from my opponents. You know, I'm, I'm not one for not one for cash talking at all. Um, but I make sure I get everything sorted in the gym before I go to that fight. I'm fully prepared for any possible outcome. You know, Mike Tyson said everyone's got a plan, so they get punched in the face. Well, I come to the gym, I will get punched in the face, and I work on that plan when I get punched in the face. So. <laughs> yeah, and I imagine this moment is. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, I imagine this moment is very exciting for you, because doing my research on you, you referenced Plymouth earlier, and I noticed you own a cleaning company out there, and, you know, collecting some hardware for sure, so, like, how exciting is it to be leading into this moment with this BKFC Prospect Series 2 opportunity? Oh, absolutely amazing, it's an amazing opportunity, I mean, I want to give a massive thank you to Andy Bakewell for getting me across, it's, it's a real honour, 
Um, I knew because the BKFC prospect guys there to go do all tryouts and stuff like that. Um, <coughs> and uh, I, I kind of bypassed that. Uh, and he begged, and he said, look, you're, you're doing bits, um, but we need to get you on these prospect shows. And I said, you're absolutely amazing. Thank you ever so much. When do you want me? And he said, well, I can have you in October the 14th, mate. And I said, sign me up, brother, I'm there. Let's get this done, brother. Yeah, I kind of want to go back to the beginning a little bit. Like, I noticed you began your fighting career in your late 20s as part of a charity boxing event per an article that I was checking out. Like, how did that all get rolling to get involved with that charity boxing event there? I, I, did, I, I, was, <laughs> I was stepping in for the charity boxing. I was going to go into spectator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was, yeah, I was the spectator. Um, and the guy, the guy that was running the shows is a very, very good friend of mine. And um, he just asked, he said, look, you can't jump in, can you? And I was like, yeah, go on, and why not? And uh, it turned, turned out I was pretty darn good, like, you know, and good, good, good session, like, mate, well done, well done. But yeah, that's where we kind of went with it. And like, what was the, I guess, point of switching from glove boxing to bare knuckle? Like, was there an epiphany moment or was it a gradual, like, oh, this could be... It was, it was my 30th birthday, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting, getting, too old, getting too old for the glove boxing, you know, you got all the, you got all the young lads, Sonny Edwards and well, the Edwards brothers, you know, you've got, you know, Vasil Lomachenko and, you know, how, how, you, how would I compete with any of those guys? You know, that's, you know, so um, it was Andy Baker as well, I had the invite to go over to BFBA, which is Bare Fist Boxing Association. And um, yeah, my my my, my, uh, my bare knuckle world kind of took me down there. I mean, admittedly, obviously, I've went down some of the darker avenues of bare knuckle. You know, I've I've, I've, I've fought in car parks and I've fought in fields and I've fought under bridges. Um, you know, on the no rules thing, and um, I did pretty well there as well. You know, touch wood, I've never lost a fight. So <clears throat> um, I've got lots of high hopes coming across into BKFC and. Realistically, I'm not. I'm not coming for. The, I'm not coming for the chance to win. I'm coming to win. You know, I'm not coming for the chance to win a belt. I'm coming for that belt. You know what I mean? I'm coming for that. I'm coming for that. I'm coming for that reputation. Do you know? What? I'm coming for. I'm coming for that Conor McGregor look. Do you know what I mean? And I, I will. You know, Bernard Watson is the biggest combat sport in the world, bar none at the moment. It's taking over the UFC. You know, and I want to be that guy. Do you know what I mean? I've done it. I've done this for many years now. You know this. I've put the time in in the gym. I've put the effort in in the gym. What I like to think so anyway. You know, I go that extra mile. Do you know what I mean? I wake up an hour earlier than everyone else, and I'll go for a run. And you know, when I'm not when I'm not training, I'm concentrating on the prep for my next training session. If I'm at work, I'm doing my daily my daily job. I'm even at work prepping my training sessions. You know, I want this. I want this more than the next man. You know, and I'm willing to fight for that. But I'm willing to fight tooth and nail for it. You know, if I've got to fight dirty on the inside, I'll fight you dirty on the inside. If I can fight you clean on the outside and reuse my reach, my jab, my extended arm, I'll use that. I don't, I don't care what I've got to do to get that win. I'm getting that win. I'm coming for that belt. You know, and all these guys out there, they need to know that I'm serious. I'm not coming for a tickle fight. I'm coming to take your fucking shin off. Yeah, I mean, the energy is very tangible and the record is, you know, great proof of what you're talking about. I feel like that all lends itself well to, like, this kind of framework just with, like, you know, the prospect series and them kind of picking from, like, the exemplary performances. Like, I would think your style lends itself well to a framework like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I box clever. You know, I read my opponents very well. Well, I just think my coaches seem to think so anyway. I've got three exceptional coaches um, in the gym that I train out of the tourist gym in Plymouth. And these guys in here are amazing. 
you learn, and it's, I'm not just learning one style of boxing. I'm learning three different styles of boxing. Plus, going away, doing my doing my homework at home. You know, I'm doing my knowledge training. I'm in the bath doing my knowledge training. You know, I'm eating my breakfast doing my knowledge training. Knowledge is key. Fitness is power. You know, I'm, I'm just I'm pouring everything into this, and I'm getting something out of it, regardless. You know, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm here to take over the show, and I'm just there. Uh, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's a great gym culture it seems like over at taurus mma like i saw a post kind of recently from simon mccormick i believe where he was really like shouting out how you like really uplifted him in a certain session and it seemed like you were very encouraging like telling him to trust the process and things like that like is there a good supportive gym culture there that really helps with the training it seems like the case there most definitely i mean tour tour i, I train out two gyms so tourist gym is predominantly where where i do all of my boxing and my muay thai and my k1 um that's jimmy hamilton's gym tour us i've got i've got trainers in here john maxwell Kenan foley and um clint simpson clint simpson is 55 years old well, he, he might shoot me for that he might he's in his early 50s <laughs> should i say uh, he punches me off on the regular Oh my good god! Fucking, he's like, if you're blinking, I'm punching you. You know, and I've got, I've just been in the gym today with my co- my number one coach, Cannon. Oh, I tell you, I've stripped two kilos off me in an hour and a half, and I wasn't even meant to be losing anyway. So that's good. So I can go home and eat big food now. So. <laughs> and you know, we got you know John Maxwell. John's awesome. Um, it's just, it's just our our, our gym here in Taurus. We are a close family unit. You know, when you come into the gym, we all, we welcome you with open arms. We're not going to welcome you with beef sticks. Well, Cannon does sometimes, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it, Coach. Uh, you know, and, 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 you, it, it, what, you get out, you get out of the gym what you put into the gym. If you turn off and you're clock watching, you get a little pussy. You know, you're going to get beefed. If you're st- if you're running, you're, you're running, you're doing press ups, you're throwing jabs, you're throwing crosses, you're throwing your hooks, and you're sweating, and you're being sick into your gloves, yeah? Then, you, then you're doing bits for the gym. The gym's going to respect that. So the gym's going to put their time into you. You know, that's what your tourist gym is all about. We're a family We're a family run unit that produces champions. I mean, there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 30, 15, 16. 23, 23 British champions on the wall here right now. You know, this is this is what we do. You know. <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say you already do have a British belt, but you seem very fixated on adding some additional BKFC hardware to that wall down the line. I don't want that world belt. I don't want the British one, mate. I've got that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got the pit fighting one for that one, and that's fucking. I reckon that's harder than the, harder than getting into the, uh, the squared circle. But I can't wait to get in there. Like me, me and my coach Kenneth been working on some good footwork. And uh, I don't want to blow any smoke off my old ass, but I'm moving like Muhammad Ali at the moment. Yeah, but I did want to get some insights into that British, you know, title winning effort, cementing yourself as the middleweight champion and doing so in 60 seconds, no less. Like, can you give the thoughts on that moment? It seemed pretty perfect. Sorry, I missed that. Oh, no worries. I was just noticing that when you won the British middleweight title, it only took you... 60 seconds that would seem like the consummate performance like what were your memories of that night well um i went up there um the guy the guy, the guy that i fought on the video the big guy he was astounding um my my opponent didn't turn up because he unfortunately had some issues with his son um uh, and it, 
he just couldn't get to the fight, which is fair enough. I'd, you know, if it was if it was my little boy, I wouldn't. I'd, you know, my family comes first, so I uh, respect him there. Uh, but yeah, so the big guys, the big guys stood in, yeah, the big guns, and um, he was just not fast enough for me, not quick enough. And you know, I'd I'd I'd, I'd train on a, on a, I'd train on a daily basis with some big old gorillas. Do you know what I mean? Like some big men. Um, <clears throat> So I'm, I'm used to that kind of style, to that kind of slow, sluggish style. I was coming into that. I was coming into that fight expecting someone going to be fast hands. So I, I trained so for so fast. So when this guy's come up and he's big and slow and he's loading up on these fucking great big power shots, I'm like, well, you're about to take your chin off, mate. Like, bah, 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 bah. Bah, 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 bah. you know, that was kind of it. <clears throat> and um, yeah, and they put the big shiny belt around me, and that was very nice of them. But um, yeah. I, oh, <laughs> um, I'm ex- through Ryan's um, Ryan Bomber Harris through Ryan's amateur career because I've seen that he's had a pretty good amateur career I'm expecting a fucking good fight you know I, I, you know, I, I want blood guts and bruises do you know what I mean and it's the way it, you know well I hope so anyway and always curious to ask this with like parents who are involved in bare knuckle boxing like are your kids kind of at an age where they have some idea of what you get up to as a career like in, in as far as like the fighting lane oh sorry sorry i was just talking to me one week one week pad man um my, my little boy my little boy rome he's uh, he's in the he's in the gym with me every single training well he was in the gym with me every single training session um but you know it's, if, if, if my son wants to box when he's older then that's absolutely fine. But when he's done it, when he's done with his boxing, he's done with, with you know whatever he wants to do. Thank you, coach. I'll see you. Give me a bow tomorrow. Um, once he's you know once he's done with the boxing, and if he wants to go into bare knuckle, then we'll have that conversation. Um, <clears throat> as you probably know, Dylan, bare knuckle boxing is a lot safer than boxing. Um, as you you know, I could give you the example of American football players or uh, Canadian ice hockey players wearing all the pads. Um, and then rugby players, rugby players, us, our guys, we don't wear pads over here, but you, your guys wear the helmets, the shoulder pads, and more often than not, the guys in Canada are in hockey with the pads on, they get PTE, which is scarring on the brain, is that correct? Um, it so, is, yeah. So that's, that's where bare knuckle boxing is a lot safer than normal boxing, because you end up with hematomas and laceration. Hematoma and laceration is swelling and cuts. It's not CTE, so it's not lasting damage. You're not going to be punch drunk to, 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 to talking like so, you know? Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I, I think I'd prefer a couple of scars and a, you know, a bit of swelling for a couple of days rather than lasting effect, you know? So if my boys, my boys do want to eventually go down the roads of, you know, doing what their dad did, absolutely, I'll support them all the way if that's, if that's what they want to do. Yeah, and how much did, I guess, seeing that empirical evidence that bare knuckle was, I guess, safer than gloved boxing, like, how much did that influence the transition there? Pardon me, say that again, mate, broke up. Oh, no worries, just, like, that empirical evidence around the safety of bare knuckle, how much did that inform switching from gloved boxing to bare knuckle? Um, I've got to be honest with you, mate, because I'm from Plymouth, you know, Plymouth, Devon, um, we're all pirates down here, mate. <laughs> so I've, I've been used to bare knuckle, I've been used to bare knuckle fighting since since I was knee high to a grasshopper. I mean, um, I was bare knuckle fighting before I was boxing. I've, I've, had, I've had more bare knuckle fights than I've had boxing bouts, and that's the truth behind it, you know. And I think if you, I was I was bred for this, I was made for this. I'm, you know, I'm a gladiator. 
you know. Um, I just I love the sport, you know. I love the sport. I live and breathe the sport, you know. And when I when I do eventually have to retire, I will um I will I will no doubt be starting my own promotion. I've got my inbox, my inbox fills up on a daily basis from people all around the UK asking how do they get involved with barnacle fighting? And, you know, can you get me a fight? You know, ninety nine point nine percent of the time when people say to me, Marcus, 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 bro, can you get me a fight? I'm like, yes, mate, hundred percent. Give me five minutes, and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll message them back five minutes later. I've got you a fight. Six weeks time, you fight in so and so. They're like, oh, 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 I think six weeks is a bit too, bit too soon. So, <laughs> yeah. shit. You know, do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Well, that's interesting. I could definitely see you like doing a great job in the promoter capacity. Like, obviously, great localized knowledge, and you seem to have a passion for it. So, yeah, well, most definitely. But you got to have the passion for something you do, don't you? Otherwise, it's not worth doing. Yeah, no doubt. I guess just one of the last things I kind of wanted to touch on because you were like referencing a bit earlier, like some of like the Muay Thai training you've kind of integrated as you know you transitioned into bare knuckle like are there any other different aspects you've added to your training preparations for bare knuckle that maybe you weren't doing before with glove boxing i guess i can't, I can't tell you that fight week Dylan. can't tell you that mate can't let you know my secret <laughs> yeah sometimes you got to keep the cards a little close to the chest i get that that makes sense yeah, no, mate, I, 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 haven't really changed, I haven't really changed much at all. Um, for, for BKFC, I have, I've worked massively on my cardio. I've worked, I've worked on my lung tank. Um, you know, I'm, I'm clocking half marathons, and I'm not going to tell you the time because you probably shit yourself. It's absolutely, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely smashing miles in it. But I, I, I could quite easily convert over to to uh, long distance running now and have no no issue with it at all. That's how good my cardio is. Um, but yeah, I'm completely and utterly confident in my cardio at the moment, and that's kind of the area I've been working on most. Because if you can't breathe, you can't fight. The oldest rule in the book, isn't it? So. Yeah, that's very true. And maybe this is in line with kind of what we were just talking about there. But I do talk to fighters who do get into like visualization with their fights and kind of they have like I guess maybe a predominant visualization within all that. Do you have a certain, I guess, defined idea for how you see this fight playing out or maybe just being fluid and adaptable with whatever could happen. Yeah, Dylan, you know how I see this fight turning out, mate. Me sit over Royal and then saying, cheers, Marcus, here's a multi-fight contract, dude. Off you pop. I'll be like, that's sweet, bro. Off we pop. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, then. Let's get, let's get over to the Americas. Let's get over there and show them what the English are like, eh? Let's get up back from of town. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm, you know, yeah, I, I, I'm a big believer in the man, man, manifest, manifesting, is it? I'm a big believer in manifesting. Um, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I can't believe I've manifested winning this fight a thousand times, probably three times a day since I found out. Um, but other than that, other than that, mate, you know, I've, I've, I'm going to go into it with with, all, with my whole heart, both fists. You know, I wish I do wish Ryan, Ryan Harris the very best in his training. I hope he's had a good camp. I hope he fights hard because that's what I'm coming to do. Um, and other than that, just get in the ring, get out safe, and that's all I can. That's all I can kind of say on that one, Dylan. You know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so it's, it's kind of get in, get in, stay safe, knock him out, get out, get up to the Nandos and get some good food. I mean. Yeah, I mean, sounds like a great plan for the fight for sure, man. And I appreciate you making the time coming on, but just in wanting to be mindful of 
your time and how close you are to the fight. I'm curious if maybe there's a final parting thought you'd want to add as we're sort of wrapping up here. Um, I'm just, I'm I'm looking forward to this fight. What happens on fight night happens on fight night. Um, You know, anything else is a bonus. You know, Um, all all I've got to do is is make sure I stay, well, stay uninjured up until fight night because I I am the type of person. I will carry on training all the way up until fight, even if it's light cardio. I'm not the type of person to go, right, it's five days before fight. I'm going to go and sit and put my feet up because, number one, my missus wouldn't allow it. (laughs) (laughs) And number number two, I don't think my ADHD would let me, so... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. All the, prep, all the preparation has been put in, the time in the gym has been put in oh, three times over. I've, I've, I've been in this gym more, oh, I've, been, I've been here in the morning when no one's been here, sweating my balls off, you know, skipping, dancing, you know, just everything, everything, everything just to make sure, just to make sure that it is perfect. Eyes are dotted, T's are crossed, and we are ready to box, and that's that, you know? But yeah, thank you very much for getting me on the show, mate. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, great to hear. I feel like this is going to be the first of many appearances and very excited for BKFC Prospect Series 2 on October 14th. And thank you so much again for coming on and giving great insights, Marcus. Looking forward to checking out the fight when it goes down. But until then, you have a good rest of your day there, man. You too, DB. You too, mate. Take care. And if I, uh, if I ever do hit the Canada's up, mate, I'll be sure to hit you up. Love yeah, I love that about setting up this interview with you. You seemed very already aware of Canada and everything. And yeah, definitely if you're out here, yeah. It's God's, God's country, mate. Canada is God's country. Beautiful. I love hearing that. I mean, I feel like that ensures the fact that this is not a one-off. We're going to have multiple chats, I feel. It was a good time talking to you, man. But yeah, thanks so much and have a good one. This episode of Bouts Talking Bouts is brought to you by Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Winning parlays. If you're looking for them in BKFC, you got to be checking out BK Bet Shark. Here's the thing. $50 buys, you get a personalized bet slip. It's based on your own budget. You can be flexible. It is what works for you. And this guy's got the receipts. You can check out all the winning tickets. You can peep them, and you can do so at Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Check him out on Instagram and get with it. Got them personalized betting slips going on. $50 buy.